You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employer's respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. From The Recount, I'm Rena Nainen, and you're listening to The Recount Daily Pod. Today is Tuesday, August 31st. If Elizabeth Holmes walks away from this completely scot-free, it sends a really bad signal to Silicon Valley in that it says it is okay to behave this way. That was Rebecca Jarvis, host of The Dropout Podcast and ABC News Chief Business, Technology and Economics Correspondent, talking about the much-anticipated Theranos trial, which kicks off today. We'll dig into that in just a moment, but first, your morning headlines. We start in Afghanistan, where 20 years after U.S. forces arrived, they're now officially out. A new chapter of America's engagement with Afghanistan has begun. It's one in which we will lead with our diplomacy. The military mission is over. A new diplomatic mission has begun. That was Secretary of State Anthony Blinken speaking on the new challenges after the full withdrawal from Afghanistan was completed on Sunday. In total, more than 123,000 civilians have been evacuated since August 14th. That includes 6,000 American civilians. Every single U.S. service member is now out of the country, according to the commander of U.S. Central Command, General Kenneth McKenzie. In Kabul, Al Jazeera reports that during the final few hours, U.S. warplanes had been flying lower than usual to give a visual warning to anyone thinking of attacking the airport. This comes as the White House confirmed that five rockets were fired at the airport, but the administration says it did not interfere with evacuation efforts. ISIL claimed responsibility for the attack. Next to COVID, the Department of Education launched an investigation into several states that have banned universal mask mandates in schools. The investigation would determine whether the mask ban could amount to discrimination against students with disabilities or health issues. States not included in the list, Florida, Texas, Arkansas, and Arizona. That's because masking bans in those states are not being enforced by the schools. These cases typically end up with an agreement for reforms in lieu of penalties. 
As schools across the country began, Chicago, like many, are experiencing a shortage of bus drivers. Anger over the city's vaccine mandate caused 73 drivers to resign. Mayor Lori Lightfoot said her administration is in talks with rideshare companies Lyft and Uber to drive kids to school, though no plans are set. Chicago public schools require all staff and contracted companies to be vaccinated by October 15th. Lyft and Uber do not have a vaccine mandate, which could hurt the chances of it working. Chicago public schools are offering families $1,000 up front and $500 monthly for a travel reimbursement until the problems are fixed. Jury selection in the trial of Elizabeth Holmes begins today. The founder and former CEO of Theranos is facing 10 counts of wire fraud and two counts of conspiracy. Once a proclaimed golden girl of Silicon Valley, she now faces up to 20 years in prison. Her company, Theranos, promised to revolutionize the blood testing business. Turns out it was a lot more hype than reality. Today, we're talking with Rebecca Jarvis, host of the Dropout podcast and ABC News chief business technology and economics correspondent who's been following this case for the last six years. The court case begins today with jury selection. We're going to dig into that in today's Daily Deep Dive. Hey, Rebecca, welcome. It's so good to be here with you, Rena. Thanks for your interest in the story. And it's just great to see you again. It's so great to see you. Rebecca and I worked together at ABC years ago and have stayed good, good friends. Hey, congratulations on the success of this podcast. Season two drops today. I want to step back for a second, Rebecca. Who is Elizabeth Holmes? I think that is one of the most important questions here. And it's a lot harder to answer frankly, than you might think. Elizabeth Holmes is the Stanford dropout who went on to create a company called Theranos. It was supposed to, based on the promises she made and others made at the company, it was supposed to revolutionize healthcare. It was supposed to be able to run hundreds of tests through a single drop of blood. We now know that the technology never could actually do that. And she faces these charges of criminal fraud from the Department of Justice because of the promises she made, because of the allegations that she misled investors and patients and doctors. And over the course of the last five years, I've spoken to people from all of those different groups, people who worked closely with her. And even to many of them, she is still an enigma. It's crazy because she was once heralded the next Steve Jobs. She's now facing criminal charges to which she's pleaded not guilty. She could end up in prison for decades. How did she get here? Well, if you look back at the story of her life, which is what we do in the first season of The Dropout, and we will be doing more of that in this new season as well, you see this progression of a very precocious young woman. She had very big aspirations, dropped out of Stanford at 19 years old to create this company. What she didn't do is surround herself with many people who had expertise in these areas. She got a lot of really important VIPs on board. She got investors like Rupert Murdoch to give her millions of dollars, Bob Kraft, a number of others. She also got this board of people like the former Secretary of State, George Schultz and Henry Kissinger, she didn't have a lot of scientists. She didn't have a lot of people from the medical community. And she had such limited education herself in this field. If you think about what it would take to truly revolutionize blood testing, as she said she wanted to, these are the kinds of scientific feats that take many people entire careers. And for many who are experts in the field of science and medicine who looked at the story, there wasn't a lot of there there. 
In the first season, Rebecca, of The Dropout, you aired never-before-seen deposition testimony of Elizabeth Holmes. What did you learn from that deposition? People who saw Elizabeth's genesis on all of these main stages, she was a celebrity in many ways. She was the headliner at many conferences for business and businesswomen. But suddenly, when she's faced with questions, specific questions from the Department of Justice and from the SEC and the depositions that you saw from 2017, she doesn't know. She can't recall. So suddenly she goes from this woman who has all the answers to a person who can't directly answer almost anything. And that's a real shock for people who followed the story. Yes, of course, someone faced with such serious allegations, they may defer, but it is a really hard thing to see this person who so confidently told so many interviewers over the years, told magazines over the years, sat across from former President Bill Clinton, sat across from former, at the time, Vice President Joe Biden, and crafted this gigantic tale of what she was capable of doing, it is a very hard thing to then see the reality when the curtain is pulled back and you're actually under oath that is so different. It's very likely that we could hear from Elizabeth Holmes in the next week. What do you think she might say and why would she do that? It's almost a certainty, Rena, that we will hear from Elizabeth Holmes at this trial. Her lawyers have filed with the court the intention that she will speak. And this 11th hour bombshell that has just come to light in the last handful of days before the trial is very likely what she'll be speaking to. It is this allegation that she is making accusing her former boyfriend and COO, Sonny Belwani, of pervasive abuse that occurred, according to the allegations, over 10 years, that he would control everything she did from what she ate to what she said to who she could speak to. Now, Sonny Belwani has categorically denied all of these allegations through his lawyers and through court documents. But this is really the defense's case. This is the thing that they will be bringing up at trial, this idea that Elizabeth Holmes essentially wasn't acting as herself. She was acting under the power and influence of another person over the course of this fraud. It is a very gigantic accusation to make because, of course, she was running the company Theranos for more than a decade. So she started this thing at 19 years old out of Stanford. She was charged by the Department of Justice at 34 years old. So just imagine that span of time that she was doing all of this and this allegation now that her defense is making that it, it was really, for the most part, because of someone else. We'll be back on the Recount Daily Pod with Rebecca Jarvis, host of the Dropout Podcast and ABC News Chief Business Technology and Economics Correspondent. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Welcome back to the Recount Daily Pod, a podcast from the Recount and iHeartRadio. We're here with Rebecca Jarvis, host of the Dropout Podcast and ABC News Chief Business Technology and Economics Correspondent. We're talking about the Elizabeth Holmes court case. She, of course, is the founder and CEO of Theranos. Do you have a sense if that will fly in court, that line of defense? It's a very difficult argument to make with juries. And of course, there are 12 jurors who will ultimately decide her fate. I've talked to a number of legal analysts who say, in general, juries do not get on board with these types of defenses. But what it does is it makes the prosecution's arguments a lot more treacherous. It makes it more complex for how the prosecution is going to lay out their case. Because of course, even if the jury doesn't buy into this idea that Elizabeth was acting because of the work of someone else. If her team can put forward evidence that at a minimum, she was facing some form of abuse, some form of hardship, it's a more delicate issue for the prosecution to then lay out a case, which by most accounts coming into this trial was pretty ironclad. You have the people who have their inaccurate tests. The company itself, Theranos, had to void thousands of tests over the years because they were inaccurate. And I think that raises another thing, Rena, which is here we are in this moment in the pandemic. A lot of those jurors will have fresh on their minds just how important a medical test is because mm. pre-pandemic, maybe you had a medical test. Maybe you took a blood test. During the pandemic, almost everyone took some form of test. And knowing that information was reliable and accurate was fundamental to their future and their existence. Wow, I hadn't thought of that, Rebecca. What a powerful thing to say that we all understand testing in a way we didn't probably this trial took place two and a half years ago. Yeah, it's much more ubiquitous now. And so the, the interesting question that a couple of defense attorneys have raised with me is whether or not it could go the other way because of that. Because maybe there's jurors who accept that they got an inconclusive or inaccurate test because of COVID. And so maybe they would come at this from the standpoint of the world of healthcare is not as accurate as we want it to be. But at the same time, it does heighten this standard and the overall appreciation for medical testing in general and the fact that if it's not accurate, it really shapes your life. And mm -hmm. I would just add to that, the people who will be called to testify at this trial, the patients who got inaccurate tests, these are not meaningless tests. There are women who were told about false pregnancies in their tests or a woman who dealt with fertility issues for years who got a false miscarriage reading in one of her tests. There are people who were told falsely that they were positive for HIV 
One of the women I spoke to over the course of many years, her name is Sherry Ackert, she thought her breast cancer had returned after many years and spent a week thinking this because of an inaccurate Theranos test. Wow. I mean, that's just powerful. People who were told something based on their test that was completely not true about their medical condition at that moment. I mean, don't you think that's going to really resonate and be very difficult for her to overcome? That's the hardest part of this, because when you break down what the charges are against her, you have 12 charges against her. And it's not just that she misled investors, people who might have been capable of doing better due diligence or doing better work. But it's also this fact that she misled doctors and patients. And when you're talking about doctors and patients, you're not just talking about extremely wealthy people, which, by the way, there are people who were not wealthy, who put money in Theranos and also lost some of their life savings. But when you think about those patients and doctors, the fact that these were life and death decisions, that Theranos shaped those outcomes, that's a much more significant charge. She could face as much as 20 years in prison. She's also a new mother. What are the odds that the court would be more lenient because of her child? Could motherhood actually work in her favor with the jury? This is one that could go either way. I spoke to a number of legal experts, Jose Baez, for example, the attorney. Many people will know that name. He was the attorney for Casey Anthony, Aaron Hernandez. Mm -hmm. He's handled a number of white collar criminal cases as well. And he said, this can sometimes backfire with a jury. The juries are smart and they could Mm -hmm. read into it in a really negative way coming into trial. But I've spoken to other attorneys like Caroline Polisi, who handles a lot of white collar defenses. And she says it's almost impossible for a jury to look at a new mom and not have some degree of sympathy that if you were to send this person to jail, whether you have sympathy for the mom or not, this newly born child is oftentimes going to come up in your mind and there's going to be sympathy there. I think one of the hardest things in all of this is that for a lot of people who were caught up in Elizabeth's orbit, this wasn't a surprise. They were suspecting that she would be at trial, pregnant or with a newborn baby back then. Wow, that's amazing. So you think this is coordinated? This was no accident? Well, I don't necessarily think that. I listen to the people who we, we speak to and they believe very strongly that this is something that was always going to come up. They had their expectations, they suspected, and they have primarily a very negative view of Elizabeth because they feel that she manipulated them for Mm -hmm. many years. And they saw behind the scenes what that manipulation looked like. And they just think this fits entirely into that storyline. For people who might not know, you, Rebecca, have followed female entrepreneurs around the world for some time now. You chronicle them. I'm curious, what effect do you think this Theranos story will have for aspiring female entrepreneurs? As you know, something like less than 3% of VC money goes to women. A very small percent, Rena. And for Elizabeth, she's clearly an outlier. She raised almost a billion dollars over the course of Theranos. I've heard from female VCs. I've heard from also male VCs, but in the biotech space, how hard it is now to raise money because there are investors who feel like they got burned by this thing or they just watched it from the sidelines and it makes them all the more skeptical. I think one of the key questions in this story is, what outcome will the trial have? What outcome will it have on Silicon Valley, on what many people see as a fake it till you make it world where it's acceptable to have a little bit of puffery in what you talk about with both investors and maybe even with your customer. And for those who are watching on the sidelines, a not guilty verdict, a verdict that doesn't unequivocally say and condemn 
the behaviors that occurred at Theranos on Elizabeth Holmes's watch, that would be really detrimental to the world of Silicon Valley. The idea that you could put faulty technology in the hands of consumers, that you could say things that are unequivocally false to your investors. The idea that Theranos, for example, said its technology was being used on the battlefield in the hands of the US military, when in actuality, it never was the case. If Elizabeth Holmes walks away from this completely scot-free, it sends a really bad signal to Silicon Valley and that it says it is okay to behave this way. You've been covering this for over six years. What will you be watching in this trial? Oh, there's so much. I mean, I think the biggest thing will be Elizabeth herself when she takes the stand. I'll be very curious to see which Elizabeth Holmes we see, which Elizabeth Holmes jurors see. I think it's also a question of that bigger story of history, unfortunately, continues to repeat itself. And in the wake of Elizabeth Holmes, We've seen other stories that they don't necessarily fit the exact same ABC DNA, but they have similarities. And I think as a journalist, I'm always really fascinated by the fact that these things continue to happen over and over. And it's about both the individuals, but it's also about the ecosystem that supports it, whether it's the press, the venture community, too many people not asking the really tough questions. Mm -hmm. And very few people who do want to speak up and raise those questions being taken seriously in the early days of fraud. We've got to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with Rebecca Jarvis, host of the Dropout podcast and ABC News chief business technology and economics correspondent. You're listening to the Recount Daily Pod. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. 
Welcome back to the Recount Daily Pod, a podcast from The Recount and iHeartRadio. We're here with Rebecca Jarvis, host of the Dropout Podcast and ABC News Chief Business Technology and Economics Correspondent. We're talking about the Elizabeth Holmes court case. She, of course, is the founder and CEO of Theranos. If you could sit down with Elizabeth Holmes, what would you ask her? Well, I think I'd ask her some really specific questions initially about the technology itself. That was what I always sought to ask her in an interview in the early days of this story. And I think that's probably why I didn't interview her, because I was never willing to walk into a conversation with her where it would just be fluff, where it would just be a celebration of Elizabeth, the founder. I think it's especially going to be relevant when the questions about her relationship and the abuse with Sonny Belwani come up, I think it's especially going to be relevant to look at the part of her life that existed before Sonny and the track record. And this is something that we raise in the second episode of The Dropout, which again comes out today. There are pieces of your history, your interactions with the press, your interactions with other employees that come before Sonny was working with you at Theranos. And there are also aspects of your story which he is on the record and you are on the record as having disagreements, but you went forward anyway. For example, he was really opposed to her doing press according to his SEC depositions, whereas she ended up going ahead and doing the press. So in this story of pervasive abuse and this idea that she was 100% doing the things that he was making her do, how did it end up happening that she did things her own way in some cases. And we have some degree of a record around that. I'd be really curious to see how she answers that and also how a jury interprets that information. What's well, fascinating. You have found some incredible details and unearthed some amazing information on this. I look forward to listening to this new season. Rebecca's new podcast drops today, season two of The Dropout, Elizabeth Holmes on trial. Rebecca. Thank you so much for sharing your reporting with us. Rena, thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having this conversation here today. You bet. And now to the look ahead. Here's what else we're watching today. President Joe Biden will address the nation this afternoon on his decision to not extend the August 31st deadline. In a statement released on Monday, Biden said that it was a unanimous recommendation of the Joint Chiefs and of all U.S. commanders on the ground to end the U.S. airlift mission as planned. President Biden will meet with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky today. They plan to announce the U.S.'s continued support for Ukraine over territorial issues with Russia. The crossover of the decade is here. Starting today, you can buy Flamin' Hot Mountain Dew. Yeah, you heard that right. Yes, Flamin' Hot Cheetos meets Mountain Dew. The sweet and spicy carbonated drink will be available only online at Mountain Dew stores. If the drink was not enough for you, clothing brand Broken Promises will create a fashion line to go along with it. Flamin' Hot Cheetos, already a cultural phenomenon with, get this, currently in development, a Flamin' Hot Cheetos movie directed by Eva Longoria. That's something I didn't know. Have a great day, everybody. This is the Recount Daily Pod, a podcast from the Recount and iHeartRadio. Our thanks to Rebecca Jarvis for being on the show. And if you like this episode, we hope you'll subscribe to the Recount Daily Pod and leave us a rating on the Apple Podcast app. I'm your host, Rena Nynan.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.